What's up, y'all? I got a dance deal for you, Chicago. Hubbard Street Dance heats up the Harris Theater stage with its spring series of joy next week. Now, this is some of the most dynamic, cutting-edge contemporary dance made by the world's leading choreographers right here in Chicago. I'm excited for Echoes of Our Ancestors by Maria Torres, among other creators. But you can only catch it for three performances between May 17th and May 19th. Luckily, CityCast Chicago listeners can get tickets in any section for 20% off using code CityCast online or over the phone. Visit HubbardStreetDance.com for details and use code CityCast. Today on CityCast Chicago, the World Cup is the epitome of a global event. With 32 national teams participating in the football tournament, you're bound to find a watch party around the city for every single country. We actually checked a couple of those parties out. CityCast's Simone Alisea talked to fans at Caminos and Pilsen, and Carrie Shepard went to Playbook Sports Bar and Niles to watch the Mexico versus Poland match. It's Wednesday, November 23rd. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is CityCast Chicago. I mean, Chicago is home to at least half a million, I'm sure more, uh, you know, Mexican, Mexican-Americans. Can you feel that in the neighborhood as you were moving through it? Um, just that that World Cup energy? Yeah, it was um, it was a lot of fun. As soon as I was like walking into the bar, I could hear the TVs in Spanish, uh, you know, calling the game. I walked in around 10, 10 or so, 10.05. Uh, so right after the match had started. And there were already about, you know, 15 to 20 people sitting at the bar drinking micheladas, drinking uh, a beer and, and watching the game. Uh, and by the time, uh, I stayed uh, just through just through halftime, and by the time I left, there were probably another, you know, more people had come, and probably about thirty people uh, watching this 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 morning this morning match. Uh, can you talk about that rivalry a little bit? Because when you're looking on Chicago Twitter, a lot of people got names. I saw Battle for Archer Avenue. I saw uh, Anarchy and Av- Avondale, Belmont, <laughs> the Belmont Bus Bedlam. And as they were speaking to so many, you know, formerly European immigrant communities, particularly Polish communities, now have a heavy Latino population, Mexican, Mexican-American population. How did that, how did people talk about the rivalry where you were? I thought that was really interesting because I, I was curious, you know, if, if, do people really feel that on the ground? You know what I mean? Like we kind of talk about it in terms of these countries, but you know, do people in Chicago really feel this? And, um, one woman I spoke to, her name is Brenda Gomez. Uh, she was actually just in Poland. Like she just got back from Krakow, um, not that long ago. Uh, and her best friend is Polish. And she was like, she was like, you know, normally we're cousins, like we're best friends, like we're girls, but today, not today, not watching the match with you today. Uh, here's kind of, here's kind of how she sees the, the, the rivalry playing out in the, in the city. A lot of neighborhoods, if you think about it, before it was a Mexican, Pilsen was a Mexican neighborhood, it was a Polish neighborhood. So it, it does come like in the cities, uh, I mean, different parts of the city of old Polish neighborhoods and Mexican neighborhoods. Yeah, that's a good point, too. Like Avondale was a Polish neighborhood, a lot more Latino. Uh, and you also get into like the same um, like construction. 
who does the majority of construction? It's like Polish and Mexicans. <laughs> That's why, <I> like, even, <laughs> like I said, my best friend's Polish, and we just always, like, I'm like, we like cousins, girl. We cousins. <laughs> we do cookout. It's like a lot of food. So we're not too different, honestly. That I, yeah. So it's kind of cool to then, like, something like this that kind of brings the cultures together, like, even around the city. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's kind of a cool thing. Yeah, and they work together because even I had a friend that he did a lot of construction. He was able to, like, he knows how to speak Polish because he worked with Polish people. So it's like, we're neighbors, literally. Was it mostly hardcore soccer fans there it was a mix actually um so brenda you know is somebody who is one of those people who kind of like watches when the world cup is on but isn't following soccer super closely i met another person who like follows uh english soccer really closely but is still rooting for team mexico um one person uh a couple of people i spoke to just kind of talked about why soccer is so important to mexico and to mexicans you know whether you're you're living there or whether you're living in the States. Um, Julian Gomez, who is not related to Brenda, um, was at the other side of the bar. Uh, he actually, um, you know, he he's played soccer forever and and kind of talked about why it was important to, to Mexican culture. So I've been playing it since I was three and I coach it now. So soccer's a passion. Yeah. What do you love about it? Just the sport, you know, just the, the fact how, you know, it actually transformed into what it is now you know just thinking back to our culture how the, the, the Mayans and the Aztecs and they played it and how it just transformed to what it is now and how it's now a global thing you know people around the world are watching this sport of soccer you know soccer is in our blood um, the fact that we are playing in a World Cup you know that just proves that Mexico has the talent to be in a World Cup like this I have never really paid attention to soccer. And I'll be honest, things like FX's Wrexham uh, starring Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney or, or Ted Lasso, Ted Lasso with Jason Sudeikis, those have been some of the ways that I have like come to pay more attention to soccer. What was it like to to hear from these people who, you know, are like lifelong fans of the sports and and want and you know, are, are just excited to see it being celebrated even if it's only every 4 years. Uh, you know, it was really interesting kind of hearing from folks cuz I don't really follow soccer. So, you know, Julian there kind of mentioned like Mexico looking really good in this cup. Um you know, everyone was talking about how Argentina had lost earlier in the day, uh, which sort of makes this... To like Saudi Arabia, wasn't to it? To Saudi Arabia, Even yeah. Even with a messy goal, like, ooh-wee. Yeah, and so that kind of sets up this, like, new interesting dynamic uh, for for in the Mexico v, v. Poland game. Um, and, of course, there's, like, the added thing of, like, Mexico not having had a World Cup win. There have been a lot of World Cup losses for Mexico, um, which I know fans of the team have felt very, very, very deeply. Uh, and so there was a lot of just excitement around the game itself. And it was kind of fun going into it, not knowing any of those things and then coming out and kind of having a sense of, oh, man, here's here's where the drama is. Here's where here's what's going on in the sport. Someone once told me Madison might as well be another country, much less a part of Wisconsin. Is it all the protests at the Capitol? The fiery public meetings? The spicy craft cocktails? My bet? It's all the people who walk their cats. (laughs) 
I'm Bianca Martin, and I'm the host of the new CityCast Madison podcast. Give us 15 minutes of your morning and we'll keep you up to date on city news and culture each weekday. I'm proud of this city and I want it to be better. We face serious issues like systemic racism, unaffordable rents, and the fate of our democracy. But then again, we also have UW scientists unlocking the secrets of our universe and kids on unicycles parading down Willie Street. Here on CityCast Madison, we're going to talk about all of it with newsmakers, artists, business owners, scientists, and local weirdos. You'll even hear from our partners over at Madison Minutes, the daily local newsletter that makes your life easier. I think there's never been a city more ready for a podcast like this. So come join us for your daily dose of Madison. Find us wherever you get your podcasts. (laughs) Boom. Are you self-conscious about your smile? Do you only allow yourself a closed mouth grin? Well, with Aligner Experts, there's no reason for you to diminish your smile. As orthodontists, they have the privilege of witnessing the remarkable transformation of patients' smiles, which often translates into a profound boost in their confidence. Yet, there always seems to be a deterrent. I ain't got the time, I don't have the funds. Luckily, Aligner Experts is redefining convenient and accessible clear aligner solutions. With customizable treatments, transparent pricing, and their cutting edge 3D scanners and dental monitoring technology, you can transform your smile through the convenience of your own schedule. Stop in at their West Loop or Lakeview Clinic today for your complimentary smile assessment. Aligner Experts, your destination for advanced clear aligner solutions. P.S. They got another clinic on the way, so stay tuned for their Old Town location. So I'm standing at Playbook Ultra Sports Bar. This is on Niles right off of Milwaukee. The parking lot is packed so much so that there are two cones blocking anyone else from coming in. Um, Outside I can hear uh, how full it is. Up northwest of Milwaukee here is there is a large Polish community. I already I see a guy in the parking lot. He's wearing a Team Poland jersey. but I think it's going to be a, uh, a house divided, so to speak. I think there's going to be a lot of Team Mexico fans as well. Um, okay, I'm going to head in and try and talk to some more folks because it's halftime, so this might be a good time to snag them. About 15 miles away on the northwest side, uh, Carrie Shepard stopped by Niles. Uh, Carrie, why did you pull up at that particular bar? Jacoby, I went there because our friend who's been on the podcast before, Joanna Marshalik, she is a Polish-American journalist here uh, in Chicago. She actually gave me three recommendations for where the Polish community would really be gathering and making this an event, the the match an event. And this was one of them that she gave me. And wow, was it an event there. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, while I was watching the game, just to hear about the thousands of people who are traveling from from Poland, who are traveling from Mexico from this game, when you pull up, does it immediately seem to be largely team Poland fans? So, yes, but, you know, it, 
And when I pulled up, first of all, I didn't pull up because you couldn't get in because the parking (laughs) lots were closed off. So I had to circle a few times. I ended up parking like a half mile away and I parked and there were these three young guys at their car, um, one of whom had on a Polish flag and then his two friends had uh, Mexico flags. And so I caught up with them. Here is Anthony Furman, um, who is, you'll know who he is rooting for. Tell, uh, tell listeners what you're wearing around you right now. Uh, right now I'm wearing my home flag, Viva Polonia, Polska flag, Poland. <laughs> Are you from Poland originally? I was born in the States, but both my parents came here from Poland. And how your friends behind us here, who are they rooting for? They're cheering for the wrong side. <laughs> They're cheering for Mexico. <clears throat> and do you, um, are you a big World Cup soccer fan usually? Uh, I don't watch a lot of sports all the time, but everybody watches the World Cup, so I had to come out here for the World Cup. Why come to Niles here to Playbook Sports? So this is the place to go when you want to be in your community. This bar or just Niles? Well, the Chicagoland area in general, but this bar, uh, I don't know if it's Polish-owned, but it has a lot of Polish employees, and this is where all the Polacks come. So once you got inside, your your audio kid decided to stop being your friend, uh, but, but you were there paying attention. <laughs> can, you de- can you describe what you heard from folks in the bar? Uh, yes, Jacoby, thank you for mentioning that. Uh, Simone can very much relate to this. Anyone who has been in radio audio can understand this is your worst nightmare when you get home and your audio did not record. Um, I had a new recorder. Total total user error. But uh, yes, I, I did spend the entire second half and extra minutes uh, there. So happy to explain the scene from memory. Uh, lots of Polish fan, lots of red, obviously. Um, but interspersed, you definitely had some Team Mexico. Um, you could see some jerseys. Some folks wouldn't talk to me because they said, I can't I can't say my name because I called in sick today from work. I heard that quite a few times. <laughs> I and it. I was like, okay, you played hooky. I get it. I get it. You got me in the first half. I thought people was going to be like, you're going to jinx it. You might, no. might mess something up. I'm trying to focus, get out of my face. They was like, lady, you about to blow my whole cover right now. People might listen to City Cash Chicago. They can't be finding out Joe up here in Niles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's supposed to be at work in the loop. And you really have to... Um, you know, you, Simone, could relate from being down in, in Pilsen. Like, you really have to time when you're talking to people, right? Like, because at any moment, they could be like, get that microphone out of my face because I'm trying to watch this play. But um, I did know this was a a large, like I said, I knew this was going to be a largely Polish crowd. But it was pretty, it was pretty well mixed. Can you describe, like how tense it is, right? When we was just talking to Baloney, like right out of halftime, you know, a few minutes in, there's that big penalty kick. And you see they, the camera folks at the World Cup do their best to put the camera on every person's face who is right. about to lose their mind, whether they are Team Mexico, whether they're Team Poland. What does that moment feel like in the bar when it's like, here's your maybe best chance to go up one nil? Yeah, yeah. So the crowd is pretty, like you said, it's just like that sort of wait, wait, wait. And then there's just like the pure disappointment of Team Poland fans. I talked to a table after and, you know, are you having fun? I mean, I was, I mean, until that happened and da-da-da-da. So (laughs) everyone was actually 
really chill. Um, the other thing that was really quite lovely um, actually was that there were like I went to talk to one t- one table of Team Poland fans, and then she said, "Talk to this guy. This is Omar." And he had a Team Mexico jersey <laughs> on. And he said, we're friends now. We're friends now. And then I, I met this other guy um, who was Team Mexico, but he was with, with it, in with his table. He said, hey, this is my friend I grew up with. He's half Polish. He's half Mexican. And so I was like, oh, who do you cheer for? And he's like, eh, kind of who's ever doing well. <laughs> but everybody really had a nice, like, collegial. There was no, like, you hear about all the boisterous, which I know happens, like, live at the World Cup games. But Soccer got a reputation around the definitely. world for being, you know, for the hooliganism. Definitely the- not what was happening here today. It was also, like, it's 1130 in the morning. That doesn't mean people weren't drinking because they were. And having fun, but everything, I mean, I I took pictures, like, as soon as the match ended, nil-nil, so pretty, pretty unexciting, but, like, seriously, like, no joke, Polish and Mexican vans were, like, hugging, and they were just like, hey, I had fun standing next to you, so it was, it was... It was quite beautiful in its boringness, I would say. People talking about this had the ability to like split the city. Is that the best possible result? Zero, zero, just to push this rivalry down the road one another day? <laughs> I think that's a good question. I would say um, I think it helps that as far as I understand that these are not the main rivals. Like I've always heard Mexico, Argentina are big rivals. Also, it, and because we're we're making this clear about the demographics and the layout of our city, it, I mean, let's be real. There are so many people who are friends and grow up with Polish and Mexicans mm-hmm. together because those are the pierogies on one side of the street, tacos totally on the other side. Huge populations in Chicago. Obviously, when you talk about being your having your neighborhood gentrified or. or you know, getting priced out of community. There's there's so much loss there. And when we talk about Chicago being segregated, I mean, we spent a lot of time talking about that history. It's easy to think that like, that just means people don't interact, right? They're just landlocked into their neighborhoods, but that's obviously not the case. People end up, like you said, growing up in what is turning into a largely Latino community, still with, you know, decades old Polish bakeries and restaurants around the corner. Was it cool and beautiful to hear that story of integration amongst these communities, two of which have very, very much have a history of being kind of pushed out of their neighborhoods as they're trying to, to kind of settle? Absolutely. I mean, there were a couple guys who were clearly like on their quote unquote lunch break um, that worked together. Um, One cheering for Mexico, one cheering. Well, he said he was he said he didn't really care, but he was (laughs) who was winning. But, you know, uh, yeah. And that was all over. That was at tables together. And then there were just people that were like, hey, I'm here to have fun. I'm here to hang out. But yeah, I mean, these are not like you said, it's such a point of segregation. You know, every Everybody can't. Everybody doesn't get pushed out. Even in gentrified neighborhoods, you're still going to have the communities that have set that have long been there. And thank God that you should have that history. So, no, it was it was very much integrated um, in Niles, which I knew because I called yesterday. He said uh, it's going to be super packed, but we're going to have a lot of Team Mexico fans and Team Poland fans, and they did.
Thank you, Simone, for heading over to uh, Pilsen, and thank you for heading up to Niles, lead producer Kerry Shepard, uh, and then uh, you know bringing that all back to me, who watched the the game comfortably and warmly from High Park. I appreciate y'all for doing all the hard work. <laughs> Thanks, Jacoby. Thanks, Jacoby. Before I let you go, a little bit of news, y'all. In honor of Indigenous Peoples Heritage Month, the Chicago Public Library put together reading lists for adults, teens, and little kids. Head over to the show notes or our daily newsletter, Hey Chicago, for links to each. Speaking of the newsletter, it's got you covered on events for the rest of the week. Everything from the Garfield Park Conservatory's Winter Flower Show, a turkey trot in Ukrainian Village, and a holiday market in Pullman. There's some good news to get you through. I'll be at the Metro on Saturday night for Walt Day, the annual celebration hosted by Pivot Gang. The West Side Group has been dropping plenty of music recently, so go on to get tapped in, and I'm going to see you there. CityCast and Hey Chicago are taking a break the next couple of days for the Thanksgiving holidays. Remember we told you last week what our favorite side dishes are? Well, now it's time to smash. We'll be back in your feed and inbox on Monday. We're wishing you a happy holidays. We'll talk to you soon. Peace. Jacoby, I, I'm recording again, so whatever the question is. It, it got knocked off. I was just going to say, I could feel it. I could feel Why it. Why do the audio place. gods hate me today? Oh, okay. <laughs> They want you to just go get your sweet potato casserole. <laughs> they just want-